LaMelo Ball is for real. Like, for real, for real. Watching how the scorching hot Steph Curry is being defended is hilarious. And 36-year-old LeBron James is accomplishing things a player that old has never accomplished in NBA history. Is it time to recalibrate how we think about athletes' primes? Hey, I'm Tass Mellis, and this is what you need to know in the NBA for Tuesday, February 9th. Oh, to have LaMelo Ball's confidence right now. The 19-year-old and his Charlotte Hornets came in and blew the doors off the Houston Rockets on Monday night. They're his Charlotte Hornets. He got his starting spot five games ago, and he's never given it back. Now, Gordon Hayward's the best player on this team. But LaMelo Ball is the most enjoyable watch on this team. He didn't even get a warm-up pregame because of COVID protocol. Didn't get to shoot around, but he came in and started shooting, and he didn't stop. And I think he only took one heat check that was a clunker. But you have to if you're that hot. He had seven threes in this game. His five games as a starter, he's over 50% from three. That was something that people doubted about his game coming into this season. And of course, they should have. He wasn't a great shooter in his stint in Australia. But he's just so confident right now, despite the mechanics. 24 points, 10 assists, 7 rebounds in this one. Yeah, 4 turnovers, but he's shooting the ball oh so well. And of course, he's got so many more things in his game. The alley-oop passes are there. There was one to Miles Bridges in this one that was different, I think, than previous ones because it was more of a line drive that had to go through a bunch of hands of the Houston Rockets to get there to be in the perfect spot as Miles Bridges was going through a bunch of guys. It was like Patrick Mahomes on the run. It was in the perfect spot, had to get there. And I had to give a little love to Patrick Mahomes because, come on, after what happened on Sunday. Uh, and this guy is strong at 19 years of age because he's slender it's kind of deceiving, but he was on the right side of the floor beyond the three-point line, had the ball in his left hand, put it on the floor once with his left, picked it up with his left, and then fired it across the floor, all the way across the floor, beyond the three-point line uh, to a teammate. His offhand, he is super strong. For a 19-year-old, uh, he gets after it on the defensive end, even though it's in sort of fits and starts, a little Russell Westbrook-like, you know, getting after it. Uh, but he just understands the game on the defensive end. He's always in the right spot, always making the right play, these little smart deflections like he made yesterday, these little tips. Uh, And that's why I I was pretty pumped to watch the Charlotte Hornets this season. I picked them as a playoff team because I watched them in the preseason. Yeah, I love preseason basketball. And everybody partook. Everybody was sharing the rock. I didn't think they were going to be very good defensively, but uh, with Terry Rozier and Gordon Hayward, Miles Bridges, of course. I thought P.J. Washington would be better. I thought Devontae Graham would be better. But Malik Monk has jumped in. Devontae Graham uh, will be back. They had six guys in double figures in this one. It's hard not to be into a Hornets game when you're watching it. Of course, Eric Collins on the call, getting excited about a freaking jump shot. He gets excited about everything. Uh, is pretty entertaining. I wonder if Del Curry, the analyst beside him, just turns down the level a little bit when somebody's taking a shot because Eric Collins yells, let me off on three! Uh, but Del Curry must love working with Eric Collins and also just being a part of this Charlotte Hornets organization right now because I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it, but I got to. LaMelo Ball is the third player, age 19 or younger, to record multiple games of 20 points, 10 assists, and 5 rebounds, joining LeBron James and Luka Doncic. 
I didn't want to say it, and I don't want to say this next one, but I got to do it. Ball also became the first rookie since Steph Curry in 2010 to post a stat line of at least 24 points, 10 assists, 7 rebounds, and 7 threes. Oh, baby. Speaking of Steph Curry, it's entertaining watching him because of the way defenses are trying to corral him with multiple guys like the Spurs did on Monday. He was coming off a 57-point night. He is a scorching hot. So the Spurs threw one guy at him and had a second and just a third pretty close by. They're saying, hey, let Juan Toscano Anderson, let Andrew Wiggins, let Draymond Green even try and beat us. They're playing this two-man game with Draymond Green, the Warriors are, which is Steph give Draymond Green the ball and then Steph run off the ball and get it back and try and fire away. But the Spurs did a good job of chasing Steph down in this one. They limited him to 32 points. Yeah, limited. Six threes for Steph in this one. 10 of 17 from the floor. He was getting into the two-point area. He was driving because that's what the Spurs were giving him. Of course they are. The last nine games, he's taken 105 threes, and he's made 55 of them. So he's taken 11 or 12 a game, and he's hitting 52%. I had to include that stat because Steph Curry is one of the best players of all time, and I don't think we really understand how great he is. DeJounte Murray did a good job of guarding him because DeJounte Murray is a fantastic defender. He had eight steals in this one, and Steph just didn't get enough help from Anybody outside Kelly Oubre, who did have a good game with 24 points. If Draymond just had a little bit more touch, things may be different for the Warriors sitting at 12 and 12. Draymond had a good game setting everybody up, but it came down to the wire after DeJounte Murray hit a step back three with 12 seconds left. Not really part of his bag, but a beautiful shot. It ended up in the Warriors' hands. Five seconds left, a chance to tie. But Draymond Green chucked up a shot because he thought he was getting fouled from way beyond the three-point line. It hit glass, didn't hit rim. After the game, Draymond Green said it was the smartest dumb play in NBA history. He thought he was going to the line, although he just had missed a couple free throws. Warriors lose. They're 12-12. The Spurs are 14-10. Let's go to Denver. The Bucks visiting Drew Holiday, a late scratch due to COVID protocol. The Bucks canceled their shoot-around, and that may be why they started slow, allowing 42 points in the first quarter, but they steadily climbed into the lead, just like they've steadily climbed in the standings. They now sit only one game back of Philly for first in the East. Giannis went off in the third, scoring 14 of his 30 points in the quarter. Chris Middleton making plays like never before, 29 points, 8 boards, and 12 assists, a career high for him. Get this, Chris Middleton leads the Bucks in assists assist this season. Especially with no Drew Holiday in this one, he had to step up. On the other side, Nikola Jokic had his 23rd consecutive double-double. Impressive, scoring 35 and pulling down 12 boards. Jamal Murray just didn't help out enough. He was 4 of 17 from the floor. Let's get to LeBron James, the 36-year-old, doing it again. I hate to be that guy that says, all you have to do is watch the fourth quarter. That's all that matters in a basketball game. Well, if LeBron James... It's kind of true right now. He's toying with teams. Monday against OKC, the Lakers trailed by 11 in the fourth, and he said, all right, we got this thing. He stole the ball from Darius Baisley with about a minute plus left. The Lakers went on an 8-0 run. And then Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who had a great game, tied it at the free throw line. He had 29 points. But the Lakers won in overtime. Second straight overtime win after beating Detroit in two overtimes on Saturday. You see? 
Lakers just come back in the fourth quarter. They won their fifth game in a row. They got the best record in the NBA, and this was without Anthony Davis, who was out with Achilles tendinosis. LeBron, 28 points, 14 rebounds, 12 assists. The most triple-doubles after turning 35 years old in NBA history with nine, thanks to StatMuse for that one. So LeBron, 36 years of age. Is it time we rethink what a player's prime is? whether it's in the NBA or other sports, because it's been a conversation recently with Tom Brady winning a championship, uh, Serena Williams, uh, you got Roger Federer, you got a bunch of oldies in other sports, but I'm not ready to do that. I think LeBron is just a special player, despite signs being better, despite players knowing how to take care of, of their bodies. I think it's just sort of a freak thing. When I mentioned Serena Williams or Roger Federer, or Tom Brady... I just think they're special players. I don't think it's become sort of a uh, a trend in the NBA quite yet. We'll keep an eye on it here on What You Need to Know. Wolves, Mavericks. Kristaps Porzingis was what to watch in this game for me. Feeling ultra confident. He had the Lomelo vibes. He had a double crossover pull up in the mid-range. Oh, God. He had a logo shot. He had 27 points, 13 rebounds, and 6 blocks. He's averaging 20. And nine on career highs of 46% from the floor and 85% from the free throw line. You got to play him, Rick Carlisle. And that's why Rick Carlisle gave him the championship belt after the game. What the Mavs do for the best defensive player on the night. I kind of like it. Uh, Nick Angstad, thanks for that information because I had no idea. Three more games to fly through. Raptors, Grizzlies. Jonas Valanciunas performed against his old team. You love the revenge factor. 27 points and 20 beefy rebounds. But the Raptors got too many performances despite losing Kyle Lowry to back spasms in this game. Check the lines. Pascal Siakam hit five threes. Hello. 32 points for him. Norman Powell has been scorching hot recently. 29 points for him and Fred Van Vliet. Oh, steady Freddie. He had 32 points in this one. The Raps are at 11 and 13. They ready to make their run into the playoff picture or what? The Grizzlies are now 9 and 10. Couple quick scores. The Suns held off the Cavs behind Devin Booker's 36 points in the game you don't want to hear about. The Bulls lost to the Wizards by four points. What are you doing, Bulls? Some news. Players of the week. De'Aaron Fox in the West. What a show he had this past week. And Giannis Tetacumpo in the East. The Atlanta Hawks are honoring the late Seku Smith in three ways. The Hawks will name the media workroom after Seku Smith. They'll hand out the Seku Smith Award, which will honor the player on the team's roster who best represents themselves and the franchise with professionalism and integrity in their interactions with the media. And the team will launch an annual Hawks NBA Summer League internship in Smith's name. That story brought a smile to my face. Hawks doing Seku right. Good story right there. That's it for me. I will be back on Wednesday to give you the news as fast as I possibly can here on What You Need to Know. Make sure you check out the full No Dunks episode today here on Tuesday. I'll see you then.